Hey, comedy fans, welcome to another edition of the Comedy at the Carlson cast. I'm your host, my name is Vinny, and joining me in studio today, it is our pal April Macy. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Three Heads Brewing, the makers of Rochester's most delicious beer. Remember, folks, drink responsibly, do good things, and always be kind. And now, let's talk with April. Good morning, Carlson casters. Welcome to another edition of the show. My name is Vinny. I'm your host. And joining me today is the great April Macy. You may know her from her appearances on the Howard Stern Show. She had her very own TED Talk. I did. You may know her from Tiffany Haddish Presents on Netflix. And she's going to be here at Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester for four more shows this weekend. She's one of our favorite guests of all time. Oh, is that true? Are you just being nice because I'm here and April, present? you have made me laugh <laughs> and just had fun conversations yeah. I've had more fun conversations with you than just about any of our guests. Oh, that's nice. It's true. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe you might be the second most highest reoccurring character on okay. this show. I don't know if reoccurring characters are the right way like, to put here it. she is. Hey, it's hey, April. Hey, hey, waka waka. Yeah. yeah. You have a whole story arc and everything. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, you do. Yeah, Let, I do. I mean, let's go back over this since okay. we first met. Yeah. Okay. For, when we first met, we learned about your family. Damaged. We learned. Oh, sad. Bruised. Sad. Bruised. Bruised bananas. Just a pile of bruised bananas. We are. But here we are <laughs> yeah. talking about comedy. Then we talked about comedy, I love- and then we find out that the whole situation with at the time your fiance he couldn't get into the country. Oh yeah, he's in. He's in now. Yep. I wrote an L.A. Times op-ed piece. That's how I got him in. Yep. We yeah. talked about yeah. that, and then the next time we had you on, it was just about time for the wedding. Yeah. And then. The pandemic happened. Sad. Then we're oh, just together all the time. A wedding doing happened. Puzzles. Yeah. Two weddings. We had like our wedding before the pandemic or before the like he got his visa. But then I thought he was coming home with me. So we'd be legally married in the States. But then because he couldn't get in, we were married, not married for like a year. Because we had like we applied for a fiance visa. So then we would have had to reapply and that would have taken another couple of years. So we were like had this giant wedding ceremony, it but we you, weren't legally married. April, do you realize it takes you longer to get married than it takes most people to get divorced? No, crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So not only that, we we talked about a pandemic. You spent two years in a house doing puzzles, eating, making mm. banana bread, if I recall. Do you know the only joy I got was my husband loves puzzles and they make me want to throw up. I would put, I, nothing makes me more furious than him doing puzzles. Okay. I would find one that was kind of close and I would squish it in and then wait for him to get at the end of the puzzle with like a piece or two missing <laughs> and knowing that I put it in the wrong place You're and sadistic. watch him get furious. It was the most fun you could have. Or I'd yell, got one. And he, it was obviously not one and watch him get mad have you ever gotten really brave and just hit a piece I, no, no no i won't hide it but i'll smash it in somewhere okay. where it doesn't belong and then he has to like search for it at the end that takes hours and it's so fun not even for a couple minutes just palma palma piece oh, i don't know, you know where the last piece they're is close that's like it's almost a fit but not quite yeah. and you can kind of get away with it until he does it's the end so he's like the last piece doesn't fit but and you know- now he has to find it. You know how fun it would be just to be like, I don't know where the last piece is. Oh, wait a second. There it is behind your ear. There oh, it is. I found puzzles it. make me so mad. We got so chunky during the pandemic. We were day drinking at noon. I was making lasagnas. I've never made a lasagna my entire dumb life. And then I'm just lasagnaing every day. What a freaking way to spend two years yeah. eating lasagna, doing puzzles. Yeah. So you got married. 
Now, we didn't really talk about your actual wedding much. I know that Tiffany Haddish was in your wedding, and yeah. apparently she threatened to murder your husband. What uh, happened there? Well, I, she just said that if he hurt me, that we'd all they'd all come after him, which was incredibly satisfying. And I do feel like I have a tough girl gang. I kind of believe it. Yeah, that would murder him. So that was it was nice. It's, I feel like it's a nice friend thing to say in your speech. Like, don't you ever hurt her. That was so, in the speech at the yeah, wedding. Don't ever hurt her or we're coming for you. We'll find you. <laughs> we're all glad to be here today. <clears throat> and I want to make sure everybody hears what I'm saying. If yeah. you ever hurt her, we're all going to murder you. Yeah. I look gonna, at the faces, the smiling yeah, faces. Just, Imagine them upside we're all, down. We're all damaged, ladies. We, I, I'd, take a, I'd take a few punches for my friends. Really? Yeah, I would. I've never really been in a fist fight, but I do think I could. I do. I feel like I box pretty well. That I feel like I have a lot of anger behind me, a lot of childhood anger, that I do think I could do some damage. You know, you've, from what I know about your childhood, you've had a lot of reasons to get into fights with people. Yeah. And you've never gotten I've into never a fist been fight? I've never been in a fist fight. Uh, the girls wanted to beat me up all the time in high school, but somehow I managed to escape. I was always, like, escaping being beat up after school. Really? Mm-hmm. What did they want to beat you be up pu- for? Um, I feel like girls would try to spit gum in my hair, so I'd cut it off. There was like I did a lot of teen magazine, like a lot of like teen modeling, and okay. then I would go into the library and like somebody had gotten there, like I'm written ugly whore on my face, and I'm like, who is it? The librarian? Like who's sneaking in there this early to and write? You, you assume this was other girls in school? Yeah, of course it was jealousy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of jealousy growing up. Hmm. So interesting. I've never experienced. No, my nickname in high school was Shitty. Did we talk about this? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 the the couch line. Yeah, my high my yeah my high school boyfriend started a rumor we had anal sex and that I shit on his couch. So uh-huh. for four years, my nickname was Shitty. Steve Calandra, everybody. Steve Calandra. I'm looking him up on Facebook. I'm going to friend he's, this guy. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said. And I'm going to write dumb whore. And then to I'm gonna solidify leave. the rumor, he said his parents had to throw the couch away and get a new living room set at Levitt's. So it was the attention to detail that made that story believable. Now, this happens as a fresh, freshman? Yeah, it was freshman pretty year? early. Like, not an age where anybody's doing anal. Nobody's anal. Oh, it's that 2024, yeah. 2023. Well, Who not, knows anymore? It wasn't then. Yeah, it, wow. was, it wasn't anal time. We weren't anal times. It wasn't an anal positive time. The, uh, was it the 90s? Yeah, not so the much? Yeah, the 90s. Not, okay. Nobody was analing in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, it was a different generation. Yeah, yeah. It was at the Pepsi generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he lied and says that the couch, get you destroyed the couch. riddled in shit. The couch was just riddled in shit. It was a hailstorm. The yeah, couch hailstorm was destroyed. April's going, oops. And they had to throw the couch out. Now, yeah. you have to go through the rest of your high school career. As shitty. As shitty. Yeah. But can't you fight back against a rumor like that? I, and how- I, I did in 10th grade. I finally had the courage outside Mr. Lou Pacino's class. I was like, tell him it's not true. Tell him it's not true. But he like he was getting laughs. I think he probably got a laugh the first time he told the story. So, like, it's a kid. You know, he's a kid. He went with it. That's horrible. It was horrifying. That's a really horrible thing. But the funny thing is now those twats, those fucking awful twats that yeah. were so cruel to me, all those girls, one girl was like, was I mean to you? I'm like, you tried to spit gum in my hair every day, so I'd have to cut my hair off. Like, what do you qualify as mean? And now, like... When they, you meet them now, it's a whole different thing. They all thing. want to be my friends. Like, they're all adding <sighs> me and, like, positive. They're all liking shit. I'm like, you tortured me. And now your face looks like a melted candle. Like you look just rancid. 
do you feel that maybe these people don't have a real understanding of your perception of what was going on? They have to. There's no way. There's no, like, there's no way you would, my friends knew, like some people will write me and be like, I'm really sorry the way people treated you. I always felt bad for you. Yeah. And it was, I remember they used to do this thing, which now in hindsight, you're like, what a horrible thing for high school to do. It was called senior slave day. Okay. And then you would bid on a senior to like carry your books for the day. And I remember I like this kid, Sean Storm, and I saved up all my babysitting money and I bid on Sean Storm. I think I spent $83, which probably was a lot of money back then. Sure. In the nineties. In the nineties. And then. Like, I was tortured so much walking down the hall that I was humiliated at lunch. I was like, you can just go. You can just go. And then he didn't. Like, I was so embarrassed, like, all day. People calling me whore. And I had a friend. Like, I remember I was at the mall and some girl was like, because I'm naturally a blonde. And then, like, girls would call me ugly Barbie. And my friend was like, that doesn't even make sense. But Barbie, if she was a real person, would have an 18-inch waist and no cellulite. There is no ugly Barbie. (laughs) What, you know, this is the ammo that makes comedians. Oh, this is why I float in pools of flowers now. They can go fuck themselves. What are you doing with pools of flowers, April? I like nothing more than a floating meal. So I want to talk about one other thing, and we're going to get to that. Yeah. When you walked in here today, um, we had changed the alcove a little bit over here for the studio, and you walked in and you saw a poster, because basically what happened was we had a whole bunch of Carlson posters. They're all, There's not all dudes. They're not all dudes. There's one lady. There's, there was a Nicole Byer, and it kept falling down and got ripped, so I had to switch it out. I'm going to count, and I'm going to say there's at least on that wall, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's at least 17 posters. There's, and you. Okay. I don't think so, but okay. I'm going to check. But That's I feel fine. like my Rain Man, just in my mind, it's about 17. Listen, I'm not going to give you pushback because you have a very valid point. And there's one lady. It's unacceptable. Women are half your audience. Well, Florentine's up there. He's very. He's a dude. <laughs> okay. He's a dude That's what he says. So I'm looking at this. You walked in and you, and you started telling me the story about a situation that you had with one of the people that was up there. And oh, I said, April, a- I'm ripping the poster down immediately. Yeah, he's I'm such ripping a piece it down. Of shit. He's such a piece of shit. I can't even believe the story you told me. Well, this was, it was one of my first gigs, like paid gigs. I was emceeing. And I want to say it was either Irvine or Ontario, like one of the big improvs in LA. And after I brought this comic on stage, he pushed me against the back brick wall and pretended to air fuck me. And the audience laughed. And I went home and I cried because you're like, here I am. It's it it takes a lot to get that first paycheck. I'm pretty sure I probably framed it. And then you're being air fucked after you have a good set. You're like, that's not appropriate to be sexually assaulted on stage. Yeah. It's not a great uh, not welcome great. to the it's professional not, yeah. level of yeah. the business. Or to be treated seriously. You're like, I'm being paid. Like, maybe I'm an MC level, but I feel like everybody starts somewhere. It's, it's they what... still brought me to the improv to, like, do the job, not to be put. And I, he was physically pushed me against the back of the wall and held me there while he pretended to fuck me. Absolutely blows my mind. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't realize... MCing your first weekend in a lot of ways is kind of like junior high graduation. Yeah, you're so excited. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's like a really good feeling and a big deal. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's. I mean, there's so many. Like, I remember 
I was driving home and it was when all those scandals were coming out about all those different comics sure. that you, they just get keep to every, every dude gets to keep working. You can, you can fuck a child. You can do whatever you want. They're still going to work them. And then my husband, like I started crying when I saw this interview of it's a comic. I actually like, and I watched him on this interview and he's like, did something bad happen to you? And I was like, all the things, like all the <laughs> bad things. Like there's nothing like, I think about what, what female comics go through, just the amount of trolling. If you know how many death threats I got on a regular basis, just people, uh, I hope a horse fucks you to death, die, please. Like, when you're a female comic, it, it incites some sort of fury in a very small type of man. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing that I know. I have gotten really mean hate stuff on the internet before myself, mm -hmm. and I have had the ability to... When I see it, I go, okay, whatever. And I, I laugh it off because yeah. it doesn't come in so frequently. Yeah. To me, it's like seeing a unicorn. I go, <laughs> okay, you are telling me that this was happening to all, you on the right. All the time. All the time. And I think there's a lot. I, I mean, every once in a while, my husband's like, don't read them. But I enjoy picking somebody because sure. it's also a lot of physical attacks when you're a woman. I like to blow up their face and send it back to them just so they're aware of what they look like. <laughs> Like, uh, and then a lot of get back to the kitchen. Some guy was like, get back to uh, quick comedy, get back to the kitchen. I was like, why would I get back to the kitchen Lasagna. when I can hire a mediocre earner like you to do it for me? <laughs> I just know it's satisfying to write those animals. And you believe that it's because there's something about seeing a woman in a position of power that triggers. Power that triggers and I think it's also these men don't have the courage to do it themselves because it's not just me. Like I look at all female comics pages and it's the same fucking bullshit. Yeah. The internet there's, is a cesspool full of people who aren't happy with their station in life no. and use it as a tool to try to tear down anybody that they don't deem worthy of admiration like to send them pictures of me floating in various infinity pools i find that very satisfying yeah so we need to discuss this you've been yeah. performing stand-up comedy all over the country all over yeah. the world you performed yeah. in 16 countries uh i've been to 74 countries been to 74 but i thought okay i performed in more but i would have to keep i would have to go back and like okay. cross off where i haven't performed how many more countries do you plan to visit have you got everything i'm gonna under? go to all of them in my lifetime some I'm of them suck off. though right i'm gonna go to the ones that suck like towards the end where i'm not scared like i'll go to the congo when i'm like 80 and not afraid to die of malaria <laughs> okay that's okay. my plan okay gonna see it all on the way out yeah okay Save the deadly stuff for last. Yeah, that's what I'm trying know. to do. Just cry. I feel like I still want to do, like, in the next couple of years, Maldives, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. Um, what else do I want to do? New Zealand I've never done. I feel like I have a list. I would like to do more South Africa. Like, I would like to do, um, like, I've been to the Seychelles and Djibouti and Ethiopia. But You just got back from a place I've always wanted to visit, yeah. Australia. Oh, I love Australia. How was that? Australia is, I did shows in Sydney and Melbourne and the audiences are fantastic. The people are incredibly nice, except for one bag of cunts at the Jetstar counter in Melbourne. <laughs> There's always one bag she, somewhere. She, I feel like the rest of the trip would have been like a perfect trip had it not been for this rancid fucking face cunt. What happened? We got to the airport and like my husband was like, oh, don't pay for the bag here. Let's just check and see how much it weighs. We'll weigh it and then... Like, because the bags were kind of ridiculously expensive. So when we get to the counter, because we were checking a bag at the counter instead of online, it was $400 for a 50-pound bag. And I started crying. I was like, this is more than 
both our tit like what the fuck and she was i was like i didn't know because they make it really hard for yeah. you to understand and so they can fuck you at the counter and you could tell this woman took pleasure in it she goes well mm. you made this reservation and she knew my reservation like i'm like what does that matter when i made the reservation like you don't know what i'm not packing when i make the reservation right. leaving my bags for four fucking months you bag it and then she put my husband in a timeout. what we were at the counter and he was like, ah, oh, he was just talking to me and he's like, oh, this is a piece of shit airline like EasyJet. All these low carrier yeah. airlines are shit. They are. I do honest. not appreciate you. I am a woman and I do not appreciate you talking like that to me in, fr in front of me. And I was like, well, you look like a man. <laughs> so and then she put him in a timeout. She made him sit down. I will, sit I will. Down. Yeah. Sit down until you're ready to to act appropriately. I'm like, we're talking to each other. We're not talking to you. And it is a piece of shit airline. And you could tell. And then when I went back to the counter, because we had two more bags, and yeah. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to pay fucking $1,200 for bags if we want to go on the rest of this trip. And my the guy at the counter was like, some people are nice. Some people are awful. Just give me your bag. And he just tagged it quick. And then another woman handed me a box of tissues. Like, this happens all the time. And it wasn't necessarily nurse when nurse ratchets nor, running the board. <clears throat> well, my, my husband then canceled it with his bank. So Jetstar can go fuck itself. It's the worst airline, even EasyJet. EasyJet, we were flying from Milan to Portugal. Okay. And they, you could see they were sneaking more and more crew onto the flight. There was like 30 crew members. And I was like, they're going to bump us. They're going to bump us for these fucking crew members. Sure enough, they did. And then the woman was like, I am going home. I cannot help you. It's midnight in the middle of the Milan airport. I'm like, wait, what? We need another flight. You can't just leave. So then I, we tried to like box her in. I was like oh, trying to no. box her. <laughs> like, this is, I was going to be arrested in Milan. Yeah. I was about to say, you'll go to jail for that. No, I was. I was trying to keep her in. I was like, you are an awful person. And then they paid because there was a group of us. Like, had we not, had it just been me, I probably would have been arrested. But because sure. there was a guy yelling at her before, and then there was like 30 of us that were bumped from this flight. So then we found somebody. Like, they finally sent somebody because we were making, ever all of us were making such a scene that they had to send somebody down to help us. This guy, Massimo, at the Easy Jet counter, he sent us to a hotel that was 40 minutes outside of Milan, knowing there was a taxi strike. We had no way to get there. So the one dude had to like flag down vans for us, like just some dude with a van to try to help us. And then the next, I don't think he expected us to come back the next day and fucking find him. Oh boy. And I was like, I will find Massimo. And then there's me in like a flowy dress. I'm always screaming at people in the most feminine the dress. The most elegant clothes. Yeah, just like screeching at <laughs> the airport. Well then like you're supposed to get a meal. They're supposed to feed you, but he lied. And like the hotel was like, we're not aware of any meals. And we're like, oh, so when we got there, they had offered us like buttered noodles, like we were children. And I was like, I am getting a Florentine steak. Like I wanted, I wanted my actual meal. <clears throat> I was they, so furious. That really is. But I terrible. found him. I kept finding him and getting the shit that we needed. And then we got our vouchers because I was like, you have to compensate us. Well, like the lesson is, folks, don't try to put one over on April. It no, ain't happening. Not when it comes to travel. No. She's a beer for four more shows this weekend. Yeah. CarlsonComedy.com for tickets. April, you're traveling all over the world. Yeah. It's really amazing, like the amount of traveling you're doing. Are you ever home? Um, I'm on the road probably 40 weekends this year, but okay. then I take summers off. I, I take like the end of June to mid-August off, and I sit. Okay. I'll do some shows in Europe this summer. Are then... you still living in L.A.? 
I live in Malibu, and then we keep a house in Italy. Okay. So I have health care. Well, if you have to go to the doctor, it sucks to have to fly internationally. I would rather fly and have free health care than be raped with health care here. We still have health care if, like, something bad happens. Sure. But, like, keep the cheapest we can here. Sure. And then I know that I can, like, I, got, I had polyps that my insurance company denied three times. And then I went to Italy, and this was before, now I have permanent residency. Yeah. So now uh, my health care is free. But this was, like, when insurance denied it, I went there out of pocket. I paid for a full blood panel, EKG, twilight anesthesia, and polyp removal. And they gave me cookies and tea, and I paid 600 bucks out of pocket as a tourist. Paisan. Yeah. Love Italy. Love in Italy. So, how long have you actually officially been married now? It's been over a year, right? Mm -hmm. You mean officially, like when we got married our second time? Or our wedding was September 2nd, 2018, so it's coming up on five years. Wow, I feel dumb now. Five I feel years. Dumb. So has actually being married, because you were engaged for so long, and a lot of your comedy is about you know, the differences between men and women, obviously, yeah. and your perceptions of them. But being married, actually living with someone, having the rings, having the whole thing, has it changed your perception of men at all? No. he's. Can I tell you, my husband took his 23andMe and his DNA came back 78% more Neanderthal than the average person. And I was like, I could have told you that. <laughs> they tell you that on those They tests? tell you. And it has a picture. I what level of caveman you are? What level of caveman? And like, he, it's like a picture of a caveman bent over like a cartoon character. And it says, Aria, you are 78% more Neanderthal than the average person. And I was like, it makes sense. He's like super hairy and 78% more, more Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Yeah. So That's a lot. That's a, a high lot. percentage yeah. number. Oh, he's 7% more. Full blown moron. Full blown caveman. <laughs> yeah. How does he do puzzles? He's really good. He speaks all the languages, too. Speaks four and a half, and he wants to pick up Portuguese. So right. he speaks English, Italian, Farsi. Well, he's not a dummy. Spanish, then. a little bit of French, and then no, he's smart. Like you, he picks up languages, and then he loves to tell me about the root of languages and how they're all. I'm like, shut up! So arrogant with your picking up of more languages. Like, I barely Grasp do English, English well. No, I, like, I don't know. I'm like, you can't. That's not even a good sentence. I couldn't tell you what a preposition was. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about or where a semicolon goes. I, I'm so dumb. Well, I'm not getting into medical stuff with you now. Yeah, yeah. Semicolon. Semi oh, oh, come on. Waka, waka. Better jokes tonight for two shows at Comedy <laughs> at the Carlson. Brian Ball's going to be there with you. I'm excited for that. Sarah Shipley's going to be there. It's going to be an awesome show. So and, fun. Uh, for they those were super fun last night. They were a good crowd for a Thursday. For those of you who don't follow April on social media, there's a lot of her enjoying her life all over the place. And Todd Youngman and I were discussing the other day, where do you find a pool filled with flowers? Bali. Bali. Okay. And they and put like, okay. It's beautiful. It was designed. The guy spends like six hours and they have ladders that go across the pools. And it's like a floral like architect. It was a design. Yeah, it, was it was gorgeous. It was like all of the flowers. Like number one, buying flowers ain't cheap. Not, can I tell you that to have that is 300 bucks to have a flower pool? I can't even buy my wife nice flowers that yeah. aren't like 150. No, I know. And you can have the whole pool. And we sucked up that flower pool. Like once they're all stirred up, they're still super pretty. And there's nothing more fun than swimming and like playing in flowers. 
Okay, there probably I got is the most joy out of that. I can't. Yeah, for me, that was like one of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had. Is it the aroma of the flowers that's nice? It's just so pretty. Like first, you don't want to mess it up. Like we took eight thousand photos, like just a couple of morons. Like, yeah. and then you try to step in it very carefully, and then it's just fun to swim. You have flowers in your head. I don't know. It's just fun. We had a floating breakfast in our flower pool. How long did you have the flower pool for? Two days. Just filled with flowers. Just filled with flowers. And then we had a flower bath. All the flowers. All the goddamn flowers. All of the flowers, folks. What a life. What a it's life, April. Bad. You know, things really flipped around from you from the start to the finish. Yeah. You mean from being called shitty to floating in a full pool of flowers? Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. It's not so bad. You've done yeah. a pretty good job, April. That's why I feel like Todd's got to take a vacation. I feel like you got to do the things you want to do now it's you never know like when it's gonna end you never know like people go i'm gonna i'm gonna vacation when i when i retire and you're like but that day might never come so do all the things you want to do cross off all the shit and i'm good at super cheap travel because i collect every point every mile every hotels.com i don't know how you afford the hotels and the places that you're at because they look like they wouldn't even let me in. Can I tell you that for like a lot of ho- places I go for work, I want to use airline miles so right. I can get you to, plus I can get you to Australia from like LA. I just found tickets where I'm like, you fly with miles to Honolulu, Honolulu round trip to Sydney for three forty three. What? And I can get that mileage ticket for $11 and 20 cents round trip to Honolulu. So you spend a night on either side in Honolulu and then you fly. Yeah, for three fifty, I can get round trip to Australia. And then in like, I'll use hotel for every 10 nights on hotels.com. You get a free night. Okay. So like if it's a fancy hotel, like that one we stayed in in Bali, I'll apply that night, the work travel night for my free night, which is like a coupon. Sure. Say you have a coupe for 200 bucks. I'll apply it to a fancy night. So, Love like, it. so I get the cheaper, like, Places I wouldn't normally afford, couldn't afford. April has got the hotel game going on. She knows how to travel. I went to Peru. My husband and I went to Machu Picchu for three nights. So I got three nights hotels, two round trip tickets for $500. We spent more to get to Machu Picchu than we did for our hotels and our airfare to get there. Well, I know that when Mark Ippolito, our boss here, everybody knows and loves Mark, was uh, going to Italy, you were the first person he called. Hmm. He was like, I got to call April. I love nothing more than planning for people if you ever want help like i'm really one i'm in a hotel room all day so what the hell else am i doing i'm just googling travel trying to like plan out my summer now but i'm like i can get to santorini for 42 bucks unbelievable april macy ladies and gentlemen if you want to follow april's travels around the world the best place to do it is instagram and tiktok you can find her at april macy and folks i hope that you'll follow her and i hope that you'll come see her this weekend for four more shows We love having you here, April. We know you're going to be back, Mm -hmm. but this is going to be a fun weekend, and we hope you will join us for that. And I'm taking that poster down. Put my own goddamn noggin up. I'm going to put your. I'll put your poster up. I'll put your poster up. Would you autograph it? (laughs) I will. From shitty to Vinny. That'll be good. Oh, there we go. That'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be nice for in there. I will. Aw. All right, folks. We'll be back next week with another edition of the comedy at the Carlson Cast. Until then, remember to act right, Rochester. We will see you at a show. Thank you for being awesome and watching another episode of the Carlson Cast. Don't forget we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube every Friday morning. You could also follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Carlson Cast. 
You can listen anytime on iTunes, Google Play, and we're now available on Spotify. You should also check out an amazing app called Laughable. And on the Laughable app, you can connect to your favorite comedians in a way you never thought you could before. Download it in the App Store and visit carlsoncast.com for information on more shows. And don't be a jerk. Rate and review.